You got <laughs> the origin story. Hello, listeners. Welcome to a special edition of Tawalets. I thought it would be timely to release this episode ASAP because all of us around the world are actually experiencing this quarantine together. Life as we know it is a little different, but we're getting through this naman one day at a time. So today we have with us a very talented stand-up comedian, president of the Philippine Wrestling Revolution, and head writer for Solid OK, Red Oliero. Welcome, Red. Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's up? As I mentioned, yes, special edition to because this is the lockdown edition. This is the first of a few lockdown editions. How have you been coping with this lockdown? Uh, well, initially, medyo hassle kasi they don't allow live shows. So, everything that I'm into has been postponed. So, lahat ng gigs and everything. But after siguro like a few days, most of us comedians, we found a way to settle in. And siguro we just do a lot of like live stuff or uploading videos and stuff sa pages namin just to, you know, stay sane <laughs> and hopefully maybe provide entertainment then to others who are also bored that can't go to our shows anymore mga ganun. Oh, tama. Actually, I saw that you did a, you've been uploading your old sets, no? Yes. How old were those sets that you you've been uploading? Uh well, yung mga jokes na yun, matagal na, but that mismong recording was in 2018. I got it together to do like a hour special, so I kind of self-produced it. And we've had that footage since 2018. It was actually Solid OK's very first thing we shot. Kaya medyo isang angulo lang yung, yung na, nasalba kasi yung ibang shots hindi pa magaling. So medyo nag-experiment kami dun. What have you been doing yung mga live shows niyo? I've, I've been seeing a few comedians uploading live shows, but isn't the feeling a little different? Kasi you kind of rely on the laughs to tell you kung okay yung mga jokes niyo, di ba? Yeah, uh, y- yun yung pinaka-problem. Meron mga comedians like uh, specifically si Alex Calieja and uh, some of the guys sa Malaysia. They do parang stand-up comedy from home. Pero syempre, it's a bit different from yung nakasanayan na stand-up comedy because yun nga, walang crowd and everything. So I think the interaction comes there mostly parang or bigyan nyo ako ng topics to joke about or maybe we can discuss and then talk about each other. Pero yung mga nakikita ko minsan, sometimes they do their bits. Ako, I might do that siguro pag umabot ng mga four months. <laughs> pag, oh, pag desperado na ako. This looks like it's going to be, we don't know. We don't know how long this is. Oo, hindi natin alam eh. Pero, so ngayon, ang kumbaga pinaka-compromise na ginagawa ko is doing like a talk show. At least yun may kasama ka, you can bounce off each other and have a discussion. So, thankfully, mayroon mga apps called Zoom and mayroon mga FB live streaming. And then hopefully... Thank God. Yeah, hopefully if we get like monetization, at least compensate yung... Kasi walang income most of the artists yun. And even for comedians in the first place, myself included, comedy mm. itself, medyo mahirap to monetize... Yes. From it, no? How have you been dealing with that all these years? <laughs> Kasi I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. Alam mo uh, yun. Uh, ang pinakaunang, like, pre-lockdown, we're talking about uh, pre-corona yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> Parang apocalypse, eh. Before, Uh-oh. before the outbreak. Before the outbreak, most of the money naman talaga, if you get enough shows, okay siya. So, we do, like, smaller shows like bars then, not just theaters para ma- maipon din yung income from it. Like, it, syempre, it's a much smaller pay 
mas mas konti right. yung bayad sa bars. Pero if you do enough, mag-a-adapt yan and it will be okay. And then as much as possible, we do a bunch of theater shows then because sa theater, doon talaga makikita yung pinaka-ideal setup of stand-up. Sa bar kasi maraming magulo, alam mo yun, hindi mo nakikita. Yung attention nila hindi masyadong focus sa'yo. Sa theater talaga the best. So we make it to a point that we do theater shows a lot. So we we have like a parang deal with Music Museum Group and we do teatrino I think twice a month, sometimes once a month. And then we have these palang regular big venues and ano lang, usually ang monetization mo lang doon is yung ticket. Eh. So And it's divided by all the comedians. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's not much. I mean, okay siya pag nag-sold out and everything. But yun nga, it adds up. So ano talaga, just do a lot of shows that helps and then If you do well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will like your set and then they'll get you for their like corporate events and everything. So, mm, okay. yeah, that's why we do a lot of shows talaga. We don't want to be stale kasi may mga ibang tao naman ang thinking nila. Like I got to talk with Si Will Bros. Eh yun naman sobrang big events naman ng mga yun. Ang ang thinking naman niya is why you guys oversaturating yourselves? But hindi na lang kayo mag-build up ng like one big show three times a year and then rake money in from sponsorships and mga ganong klase, yung bibuild mo yung clamor mo and everything. That's how they do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how they do it. Eh. Kasi kung, kunwari, if they bring in an act like si Avril Lavigne or si Katy Perry, may fanbase sila. But if they bring them every year, they won't be as effective. So, so if there's like a return act matagal, like if yung wrestling nila, yung WWE, they bring it here siguro every three or four years lang. Para, para sure ball na kumita. Well attended. Yeah. Uh, eh, pero kami, syempre, gusto, ayaw namin tumigil. Gusto rin namin mag-perform. You know, it's not just we're doing it for the money and everything. So, yun yung parang naging, we didn't really plan it. Parang we just kind of like, did what we wanted to do. And that's just, get on as much shows as we can. And then, you know, do stand-up. Tapos, yun yung naging parang business model niya. You do the shows, you get corporate gigs, which pays way better. But yun nga, pag corporate gig, usually, ubus yung kaluluwa mo dun eh. <laughs> Alam mo yun? <laughs> Hindi siya masayang gig, di ba? Hindi siya masayang gig. So, may balance. Bihira siya maging masaya. Do you think that at, at the rate we're going, kasi syempre, if we're comparing sa mga Western stand-up comedians, mm-hmm. sila yung mayaman talaga. Yeah. They do shows by themselves. Yes. Do you think we're going to get to that level? Or if we are, mga kailan kaya yun? Ah, uh, man. But ma- marami, marami kami parating iniisip na projection. <laughs> mga forecasts natin. In five years siguro, mga ganun. <laughs> Pero nangyayari naman siya. Like, we would do shows na ang markila, ang pinaka main draw is this one guy. Like, kunwari, if we do one hour special ni ganyan. Yung recording ko no 2018 was a one special by me but though I I self produced it. Before the outbreak I was talking to the guys na who produced Dave Chappelle here and okay. we wanted to do like a sort of uh, parang local version sa Solaire. Uh-uh. And yun nga the outbreak happened. But yeah. feeling ko at the cusp na she because lahat ng mga comedians nagkakaroon na rin sila ng sariling fan base. Si Alex is, has probably the biggest fan base. Yung iba naman they're banding together. Like, si G.B. Labrador, James Karaan, no, nung Balinan, they have, like, yung The Cool Palace, which is one of the top podcasts nyo sa Spotify. So, they have their own fan base. Kami rin nila, Victor, we're trying to, you know, tap into our own markets. Pero, I doubt we, I can, kung ako, 
if you book me in a 1,000 seater, I doubt mo <laughs> Kasi I, nahirapan na ako punuin yung 300 seater. Eh. Pero feeling ko, if you, kunari, ano siya, like a showcase show with stand-up comedians, kaya naman. Pero if you look at the ratio din sa America, konti lang naman yung yumayaman. Ang daming, oh. daming comedians doon. Sobrang daming comedians doon. It just so happens na kasi marami nga sila. We don't really notice. Marami yung sikat because marami ring palpak. Oh, <laughs> the ratio. So parang feeling oh. ko same lang yung ratio. Kasi konti mm-hmm. lang naman yung comedians natin. Like, uh, I'm not sure about improv, pero how many improv troops are there aside from spit? Diba? Well, dumadami, but the people who are aware about comedy, mga kumukuha lang ng lesson sa amin, you know, yeah. the students, uh-huh. hindi masyadong maraming outside of the improv community. Pero ang maganda, so, even then, like, there's an, there is now an improv community and then there is now a stand-up community and nag-grow siya in itself. And then, Solid OK has started something like yung sketch comedy, yung ganong klaseng fan base, di ba? So, there are intersections but it's growing on its own. And yun yung maganda at least. Kasi before, wala ka lagi. As in like, I agree. Oo, napanood pa kita sa, ano, sa spicy figures. Sobrang konti. <laughs> Sobrang konti. Sobrang konti. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that bar. How has it... <laughs> I hate that bar so much. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with them. Finished. Uh, How has the stand-up community or, or stand-up comedy in general changed since then? Kasi matagal na tayong... Yeah. I mean, personally, I've known who you were. Yeah. We haven't really personally met. Yes, I've yes, known yes. who you were for so, a while, uh, for a really long time. So how do you think this has changed? Man, malaki na. Kasi, I mean, right now, nung nagsimula kami, we all had day jobs. And pag nagtangka ka mag-quit, uh, may mga tao mag-asabi sa'yo na, oy, huwag ka mag-quit, kasi walang pera dito, ganun. Pero, I think si Alex, si GB, si Victor, were one of the ones that first quit. And found, you know, an income around it lang. Yung tipong, hindi naman completely from stand-up yung income. Like, kunwari, they, they write on the side, ganong klase. But, My own shopping CV. Yeah, before pa nun, like, writer siya for, I think, going bulilit or something like that. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So, ako naman, yeah, I used to write for, uh, I used to work in advertising, and when I quit, nag-freelance pa rin ako for them. And then it came to a point na dumami na talaga yung demand ng gigs na okay, we could let go of yung mga racket na yung talaga natin gusto. And then just mag-racket na lang na mas close dun sa stand-up comedy. So, uh, I would get casted sa mga commercials or sa mga movies. Ganong klase. So, ano na siya? Kumbaga parang from a hobby, it has now become yeah. a very possible full-time job. Before, I used to take a part-time job or racket para masustain mo yung hobby mo of stand-up comedy. Now, ngayon, yung stand-up comedy ko yung nag-sustain dun sa isang hobby, which is wrestling. So, ba ano na siya, nag-switch purpose na siya. Trabaho ko na siya ngayon. Which is yun yung pinaka-biggest progression, I think, from when I started 07, siguro. Tsaka, ano rin, na-identify na ng tao yung craft mo. Alam na nila na, alam mo yun, ganitong klaseng stand-up comedy, hindi na masyadong right. kailan. Though, meron pa rin, like, I'm pretty sure... Merong comparisons parating pag tinatanong ako, uh, ano ba yung ginagawa niyo comedy? Para bang ano yan? Para bang kila game mercado yan? May ganun. So, explain mo. Pero, That's so funny because we're also being compared <laughs> to you guys. So, parang, ano ba guys? <laughs> it happens pretty sure all the time. Tapos, feeling ko pag 
mas nag-gain pa ng traction yung Solid Okay, magkakaroon din ng ganyan yan. Yung tipong, ikaw ba yung Solid Okay? Ano ka ba? Comedy mo nila, Solid Okay, ganyan. Uh, spit, di ba? So, pero ngayon, mas Although mas you are part na. of Solid Okay, di ba? Yes, 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 yes. You were talking about wrestling kasi earlier, na ngayon, yeah, your yeah. comedy is sustaining your hobby, which is wrestling. Yeah. How did you start with wrestling? Very interesting kasi. Parang natawid sa comedy yung wrestling. Well, ano naman yun, kumbaga hindi naman siya dahil sa comedy, kaya pumunta ako sa wrestling. It's more of, matagal na akong fan. And, yun naman talaga yung naging basis nung yung wrestling company na PWR. Kasi uh, a lot of the people there who started it were just wrestling fans and they just wanted to try it out. And then naging hobby siya ng mga tao. They did shows just like the comedy scene. They did shows on their own, ganyan-ganyan. And it started to gain traction. And then me, as ako kasi nagpo-produce ako ng shows for Comedy Manila, nakita ko siya rin. So I, I was involved first wrestler lang. Eh. Hindi ako masyadong involved backstage. And then, I started getting involved backstage. I uh, started writing storylines, mga ganong klase. Right. And uh, eventually, as an events producer na medyo unique, hindi usual events yung napoproduce ko, nag-carry on din sa wrestling. So, when I got the presidency, I think I'm, I'm the third president ng PWR. So, when I got it, parang I steered the ship na to, guys, pagkakitaan na natin to. Try na natin siyang going business. So before you became president, hindi siya masyadong no, no. monetary. Um, oh, interesting. Ang pinaka pera doon ng mga wrestlers, they have their, their own personalities, di ba? So they have their own merchandise. So yun yung pinaka pera na kukuha ng wrestlers. Which is, sometimes pag sinwerte ka, really good. Pero may mga times sa dalawang shirt na yung benta mo, mga ganong klase. So hindi siya super reliable. Parang yung mismong wrestling show, was just there, pambawi lang yung pera sa tickets, tapos yung pambawi na pera sa tickets, we'll just use it to do the other show. So parang isang kahig, isang toka method kind of thing. So when I came in, kumuha ko ng investor, I was trying to shop it around sa sponsors. Actually, yun nga yung masaklap dun. Be- right before this lockdown <laughs> happened, I was in a meeting now with like a sponsor and they're super interested na to do it, to sponsor like all the shows wow. right away. So parang, ah, ito na yun. Ito, ito na yung uh, iniintay talaga namin na no way to do it. And I was also talking to some people who wants to distribute it sa digital or sa TV or they want to shoot it for free. Mga ganong klaseng oh deals. Oh my God. Sayang. Uh, and, <laughs> sayang. Sana maalala nila na, hey guys, oh, okay. oh, oh, whenever this will happen. So, yun nga, parang nung pumasok ako, I wanted, kasi sayang naman eh, there's potential in it. If you don't, at least try to do it, diba? Hindi kung hindi ko manap, di balik tayo dun sa hobby system, maging hobby Correct. lang Correct. Uh-huh. But where did you get this business mindset? Because I don't think comedians, in general, I don't think comedians have that mindset of kailangan pagkitaan natin to. But you know what I mean? And you've been yeah, doing yeah. it for so long. So how did you get into the whole business mindset of it? Well, ano lang naman, uh, you kind of stumble upon it din lang. Like, hindi naman siya... Sa simula, hindi, I didn't really actively seek it out. So parang may nangyari lang na isang show siguro sa stand-up. I can't really pinpoint where. And then a sponsor came out and then approached one of the comedians and said, Alright, we'll give you this amount of money if you put the logo in our show and then you mention the sponsor, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. May mga inclusions. And then na-realize ko, you know what? Di ba ito yung parang ginagawa ng mga orgs dati sa school <laughs> when you like... Gagawa ka ng mga inclusions, logo-logo. So, applicable pala siya sa tomboy. It, it took me a long time, actually, to, well, how many to years? figure out. 
matagal kasi ayoko talaga. Gusto ko lang talaga mag-stand up dati. So, I think siguro I started doing the actual uh, sponsor grabbing ng mga ano, like two years ago, one year ago. Ganun wow! Lang. Matagal na kasi 07 kami nagsimula eh, mag-stand up. So, dati talaga, tickets lang. Tapos kung sino man makakuha ng sponsor or lumapit, yun lang makukuha namin. Pero, uh, nung time na talagang bigla naisip ko, kasi para nag-start ako ng business with my family, which is like a franchise of a computer rental thing. So, ang dami ko narutunan doon. But the, the business failed. And I think like, feeling ko, nag-fail siya because hindi siya yung core competency ko as a, as a person. I didn't know anything about that. Like, I play games, pero right. nothing about marketing or, you know, magpatakbo, mag-handle ng tao and everything. So, naisip ko, if I focus on something I'm really passionate about, and not Which just performing. Yeah, uh-huh. not just performing it. Kasi, I got that down na. Mas gusto kong, you know, I think it's very possible to do a show na hindi lang nakaasa sa tickets or na hindi lang nakaasa sa, sa pagiging sold out. Yeah, yeah oo. So, yun nga, it came in then you get to learn about deals like pwede pa lang yung mga ibang venues. They, they're open to co-production. They don't have to pay for the rent. You can just split the tickets. So, it all just fell on our laps and then parang you, you learn from what you stumble upon. You said you started in 07. How did you know you wanted to do stand-up comedy? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> matag- <laughs> the origin story. Uh, okay, so for the longest time, parang meron akong urge to perform. But you didn't know what? Ako. Yeah, I didn't know what. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure marami, tong, marami experience yung mga tao dito. Like artists and uh, musicians, performing artists, mga actors and comedians. When I talk to them, parang sometimes they always say na, Oh, parang minsan may gusto kong gawin, pero hindi mo gawa. That's why I tried being in a band. That's why I tried... Uh, you did? Yeah, I tried Oy. being in a band. What was your part in the band? I was the front man. Wow! Not, not the lead singer, the front man. <laughs> ano uh, ibig <laughs> Kasi parang mas... Charisma driven kaysa actual singing talent uh, <laughs> guts, guts, <laughs> yung, yung ginawa ko eh. So, parang ganun yung concept nung banda na yun. Parang ganun. Pwede mock rock parodical type of band. How long and was then, this band around for? Man, that was just a very short time in college. Siguro like a year or two. Mga ganun. Umabot kayong giho, uh, ganun. Would you perform? Di naman, di naman. Pero I did a bunch of, we did a bunch of uh, student events and then we opened for Urban Dub or something. Na. Or, parang joke yata siya kasi yung bayista, <laughs> yung bayista namin kamukha ng bayista nila. Tapos parang, sige, kayo na lang yung mag-open. <laughs> Kami lang. Ang gago lang. Ang <laughs> <laughs> gago lang eh. Yun, uh, I've always wanted to perform. Nadraw din ako sa comedy, magpatawa ng tao. Like, Parati kong gusto yung comedy movies like Jim Carrey, uh, Adam Sander kind of movies. And I also uh, was voted most cheerful nung grade school ako. Grade school? <laughs> Naalala mo pa talaga? Oh, may plaque ako na rin. Tantawa ako din eh. Kasi parang isip ko, hey, cheerful pala ako. Okay. Yun. Tapos parati akong nagko-commentator sa mga liga. Parang nagahanap talaga ng way magpapansin. Yes, Ganun. yes. Eh, slight ako... KSP factor. Yes, oo, oh, oh, KSP talaga. <laughs> Tapos, I came across, para I think my sister, my my dad gave me an album for Christmas ni Rex Navarrete. Nice. And that was my first exposure to stand-up comedy. Tapos after that, I, I was hooked. So, nagsasearch na ako ng mga iba-ibang stand-up comedians. And then, 
I think Jack TV came out with like a stand-up comedian contest called Laughapalooza. Yeah, and I that's where I that. met you, Victor and Ryan Puno. That's where I met them. And that's how it started. Uh, no, I I got in and uh, we got in the competition. After the competition, I never stopped doing stand-up. First taste mo of stand-up comedy yung Laughapalooza. How did you come up with the writing for that? Kasi walang classes. You don't really know how to write jokes. This was your first experience. So, paano ka nagsulat for that one? You know, uh, I had an idea how it went just because I was watching the product. Mm-hmm. So, I was watching guys like Silo, uh, Sila Rex Navarrete, Russell Peters. Mm-hmm. May babasa ako ng mga joke book ni Gary Leasing. <laughs> mga jokes ni Pugat Baboy jokes. Mga binabasa ko. And then also sa internet, uh, I read Penny Arcade and I watch Homestar Runner. So, may mga napapulot ka rin dun, I guess. Yeah. And then, I came up with this bit. Eh, yun, inisip ko, okay, I'll audition for it. Tapos yun, yung ginamit ko lang. Eh, turns out, hindi naman, uh, syempre, hindi pa ako structure. Kung baga ako nag-workshop ako, marami akong ginawang mali. Pero at the start, parang okay naman siya. <laughs> Gumana naman siya. Very raw. Do you remember yeah. the first joke of yours that got a laugh? Yes, yes. How did that feel for you, Max? Oh, man. Yun yun nakaka-addict. Parang the first time I did it kasi sobrang kabado ako. And it was uh, like an audition lang. You were in a hall sa... Man, sa Binil pa ata ito. Hindi ko lang sure sa Lasal or sa Binil. And then I remember yung mga friends ko sa college. Sab- sab- sinamahan ako. Tapos sabi ko sa kanila, Yo, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna sneak out. Sabihin ko, like, mag-CR lang ako, hindi naman papakita mga ganong klase. So, kahit anong gawin ko, stop me. So, buti naman, hindi naman ako tumakas. Doon naman sila. And then I did this bit about Manny Pacquiao, which is a bit that I used throughout the competition as in, deride ko siya. Kasi yun yung ano. Masarap, masarap yung feeling. I keep trying to, until now, I keep trying to put it in words kung bakit masarap yung feeling na tumatawa yung tao sa'yo, sa sinabi mo. Kasi kahit naman saan eh, kahit na social setting, pag natatawantawa yung isang bisita sa'yo or something, masarap din yung feeling niya eh. It's true. Pero it, pag sa stand-up, di ba? Tuloy-tuloy kasi yon eh. Oo, tuloy-tuloy. Sarap. Uh, and, nakaka-addict siya actually. I can't explain it. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Do you remember a set in which it was the worst set you've ever done? Oh yeah. Until, until now naman. Until now you have it? Nangyayari pa rin naman siya. Really? Yun yung, yeah, yun yung pinaka, I think, hindi masyadong alam ng mga tao sa stand-up. Especially the people who always just catch the best sets or parang the, the sets na handa na and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a trial and error, ano kasi, business and sobrang high risk niya. Because yung audience, you never know what kind of combination of audience you will have. So, maraming factors like, one, they could be really really politically correct right. or really really conservative or sometimes syempre it could also work to your favor but yun nga dun pa lang sa topics pa lang na gagamitin mo may chance of failure ka na and then second one is yung attention nila will they uh, kung free yung show are you sure na yung audience na yun will be tutok dun sa entertainment or are they just there to eat May mga ganun eh. Yeah, that's true. Maraming, maraming factor. Or may factor din na tipong, akala mo, okay, game, ito na yung show. And then, you come in strong and then, they, you just rub the audience the wrong way and then, you know, pangit na yung buong set mo and then, kakabahan ka na. You ended up digging a hole for yourself ng mas malalim, ng mas malalim. <laughs> Tapos, wala kang save. 
but yourself because you can't really just end your set kung binook ka for 15 minutes. You have to do your 15 minutes. Actually, that's happened then with us eh. Yung tipong, they'll get you for a bar, pero hindi alam ng mga tao na magpa-perform ka. So, oh. para kang background music ng banda. Yes. So, walang nakikinig. So, I get you. Yun yung mahirap din, I imagine, with improv is that y'all have to be really, really into whatever character you're trying to do. And the audience needs to be invested talaga. Yes. Uh, hindi pwede yung tipong... Alam mo yung mga tao na may mentality sa... Oh, pag magaling ka talaga, mapatawa mo sila kahit anong sitwasyon. Yes. Comedy needs to be curated. Alam mo yun? Hindi siya yung tipong... Pwede mo lang kami ilagay sa open air field and then gagawin namin siya. Hindi, hindi ganun. Lagi na pag stand-up. Have you had a stand-up epic fail? Hindi yes, ba? yes, yes. Oo oh, naman. Marami, marami. <laughs> Man, okay. One absolute worst. Madami kasi like meron dahil situational. Meron dahil talagang off ka lang that day. Meron time na talagang for some reason hindi ka nakakatawa that day. May mga ganun talaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like recently lang, I was in 19 East. Everybody killed. Lahat talaga. And I came in like what? A good position pa. Yung tipong out of eight siguro pang anim ako. So sobrang maganda yung position mo. Warmed up yung crowd and everything. And I just completely botched it. Wala. Nobody was laughing. And then napick up ko lang towards sa dulo. And then as soon as I got a laugh towards sa dulo, ubalis na ako. I'm like, alright. Oh I'm my god. I'm gonna pass it. I'm not gonna risk it anymore. At least hindi ko nasira yung mood, di ba? Nabawi ko. And then, meron naman mga times na alam mong set up for disaster ka na. Expected mo na na, okay, malabo to. Like recently, I was in a corporate gig. Car launch. Oh. And then, ayaw ko talaga siyang gawin. So, tinataasong ko yung presyo ko. <laughs> eh, kumagat. Eh, kumagat. So, ako naman para sa utak ko, tatanggihan mo yan. Oh, sige, game. Correct. Tapos pagdating ko ron, wala akong kaalam-alam sa detalye. Hindi ko alam yung set up and everything. Basta ang alam ko lang nasa Mall of Asia. And in the atrium. And I thought it was gonna be the part na may stage na may kahit open air at least may stage and may mga upuan eh hindi it was just cars and stage and then ando kami sa may part na may parang national bookstore yata or French Baker or something like that tapos people were just like really passing oh uh, and so walang, sad walang captured audience they're just looking at the cars ganon and then ang position ko I was sandwiched between autotelic and urban dub Oh my God! Ang lamo! Ba't Ewan ko! Tapos si host, si Aaron Atayde, naalala ko, is one of the first time na, I think, or first or second time na nakatrabaho ko siya. So he knows na parang, Uy, stand-up comedian to, so I have to, you know, hype up the crowd. He was right. trying really hard to really, you know, give it to me na ha. Ina-amp talaga. Oh, ina-amp talaga niya. Kinakapture niya yung attention. Gusto, gusto ko sabihin sa kanya, Aaron, wala nang pag-asa to. <laughs> Bigay mo na lang sa akin para sayang, sayang yung effort mo. So, nagbum- mas nagbuka pa talaga akong engot kasi hinip oh, gin- na ni Aaron yung crowd. Kaya mo na yan. May gumagana ng kliyente sa tabi ko. Eh. So, parang, oh shit. So, pagpasok ko dun, they booked me for, ano eh, one hour. Which Damn. is really hard. Like, I've That's never, hard. I've, only done corporate gigs na one hour or 45 over. Siguro mga bilang sa kamay, mga five or four times lang. Tapos sa mall pa, walang upuan. And then they know Urban Dub is coming up next. So parang break talaga ako. Yun yung dating. So nag-stand up ako. Pumunta pa sa mga pa isang kong friend. Tapos sabi ko sa'yo, gusto kong makita na sobrang hirap na trabaho. Papakita ko sa'yo. Tapos, <laughs> pinapawisan ako na solid. Nawawala na yung boses ko. Yung set ko na hinanda ko, I wasn't gonna make it. Kasi na- naalala ko yung notes ko. I made notes for an hour. Yung set is na hinanda ko for an hour. Hindi siya aabot ng hour. Kasi people weren't responding. 
So the laps weren't consuming time or I couldn't, you know, ad-lib with them or riff with them. So na realize ko yung supposedly 30 minute mark ko na joke nasa parang 18 minutes pa lang ako so ako parang oh my god ang tagal ang tagal pa nito so naghumuhugot na ako ng mga joke na na matagal ko nang hindi ginagamit ganyan tapos luckily enough siguro mga 40 minute mark parang minersikil ako ng client they were like parang pinakita sa pinakita sa akin yung card na nakalagay 5 minutes left so parang oh my god 5 minutes left parang ganoon tapos pinalas sila sabi doon na sa akin after oh ano na kasi, uh, late na rin tayo nagsimula, kaya sorry, kinat ko yung set mo. Sabi ko, hindi, okay lang. Kumagay <laughs> 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 lang. Bayad okay naman ako eh, okay lang yan. No problem. That, that was yung pinaka-recent na talagang horrible setup. I didn't know that that someone that's been doing stand-up for as long as you still has shows yeah, oh, like that. You, uh, yun yung masaklap doon. And a lot of people usually, if you're doing a show like that, they see you for the first time. Or minsan, ang pinakamasaklap, yung pupunta sila, galing sila sa magandang show, and then pupunta sila sa show na yun na alam mong disaster. Tapos, malapitang ka backstage, Oy, galing ako sa, ano, teatrino, napanood ko yung show nyo. Good luck, ha? So, ako parang, no! Get out! <laughs> Leave while you can. Leave uh, while you can. You know what? The local comedy scene is, like you said earlier, really growing, yeah. which is such a good thing. I want to know what you would tell people who want to get into comedy. Oh, Okay. Um, get it perform. Yun yung una. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing like a workshop first. Kasi may iba tayo yung workshop first eh. As in a workshop, kasi ako nagkakonduct din ako. Kasi rocket din yun. <laughs> Pero, din yun. Pero mas gusto ko magturo ng someone na nagpumunta na on stage. Kasi mas alam na nila yung nangyayari. And sa stand-up comedy, yung first year mo of being just a raw comedian, it helps eh. How does it help? Parang yeah, parang you're authentically, audience. yeah, oh, authentic yung na you just really wanna do this set, authentic, y- yung feeling mo na you're not really forcing the laughter, your jokes doesn't sound like jokes, eh, yung pinaka-essential sa stand-up comedy. Kwento lang. Yeah, oh, parang tunog kwento siya, but really, pag nakita mo yung notes or pag nakita mo how it was written, it's really just one joke setting up another joke. Pero, yung iba, parang ang usually nakikita ko sa stand-up comedy, may sophomore slump. Kasi sa, sim- sa simula, sa second year nila nag-struggle sila. Sa simula, hindi nila alam eh. So yung raw being funniness nila, lumalabas, gumagana. Hindi lang nila masyadong ma-harness well because they don't, know, they don't know how to do the mechanics of it, yung technical part of it. But pagdating nila second year, maisip nila, ah, ganito pala mag-joke. So pinoforce na nila to be in like a format may tinatay na silang comedic influences nila na ginagaya nila. So, nagkakaroon ng sophomore slump. May, may ganyan. And then, yung slump na yun, matagal yun minsan. Like, Did you have that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Parang yung tipo... How long was yours? Uh, siguro, like, a year and a half, two years, oh. ganun. Yung tipo talagang walang gumagana, hindi mo nag-gets kung bakit. It's because, parang naging, ano, ano eh, parang you're forcing too much things instead of just, you know, being raw and casual. Parang nagmumuka na siya masyadong performance. It's really hard you, it takes a lot of effort to make it look like it doesn't take a lot of effort. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah, so. but if you're if you're workshopping na, na wala kang alam sa comedy, hindi mo magigets yun eh, di ba? Yeah. So, I recommend go to open mic and do it. And then siguro after the first two months naman, may makukollecta kang mga advice from people. And then siguro like in the, on the second or third month na sumasampa ka every week, tsaka mag-workshop para ma-realize ma- mo na, ah, g- kaya pala ganito, kaya pala ganyan. So, mas 
deductive learning siya than in- yes. inductive. Well, I, I don't know that it's what that's called. <laughs> you said you started out raw. Yung pakwento-kwento lang. How much mm-hmm. of your set is truth for you? Yung, yung nangyari uh, talaga. There's a lot. Uh, kapag experience yung basis ng set ko, it's mostly exaggerated truth. Siyempre, hindi siya mm-hmm. actual totoo. Like, a lot of the fat jokes I do come from real experiences. Like, kunwari, yung tipong, ikaw yung pinipressure mag-perform sa buffet. Yung tipong, ikaw yung, oh, ikaw yung, ito, oh, putsa, bawing-bawing na tayo dyan. Si, si Red na bahala, babawi nung binayad natin. Mga ganong klase. That always happens. And yung relatability nun, lumalabas. Kasi, totoong situation siya So, madami nakakarita tao. That's why, nag-hit siya as a joke. It's true. And actually, yeah. I was about to say that because I did see your set sa latest blagag, di ba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am not a fan of fat jokes in general. I don't know why. Kasi parang, it, there are some people that do it and then they do it in a way na hindi mo alam kung maaawa ka or whatever. But I appreciated the way you did it. Especially your communion joke. My God, <laughs> so funny for me. It's actually, ano rin talaga, sa stand-up comedy, there's always gonna be a joke na sobrang low-hanging fruit. Like, okay, mataba ako, and then I could just say na tipong, okay, ginagawa kong shield sa araw, or or yeah, yeah, yeah. sinisingil ako sa jeep four times. Mga right, 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 right. Diba? Diba, it, it hindi mo alam kung maaawa ka eh. So, that's one factor. Yung one is when you're self-deprecating, and it's something na nakakaawa talaga. Uh, like, kunwari, may, may kilala ako, parang, ano siya, may cleft lip siya, ngongo siya. And I've then, seen him. Yeah, oh, it, yeah, hilarious, diba? Pero may mga tao maawa sa kanya eh. You never know. Uh-uh. ba? So, That's kailangan mo if use yung... yung i-maintain mo rin yung balance ng self-deprecation. Na hindi masyado maawa yung tao sa'yo. So, kailangan insertan mo rin ng konting yabang, konting confidence, you know, right. para for sure hindi sila maawa sa'yo. And then, dapat yung jokes mo, hindi sobrang shallow. Kasi pag sobrang shallow, sinasabi mo pa lang, sineset up pa lang yung joke mo. Alam mo nila. So, it has to be really, really deep. One, because pag hindi siya masyadong deep, may isip siya ng iba, so magkakaroon kayo ng parallel joke. So, yeah. hindi na maganda. Kasi maraming tao na nakaisip nun. But if you really dig deep into your experiences and everything, kasi yung sa hostcha joke, I said na disappointed ako sa lasa ng hostcha. It's a true experience. Pero yung the way na nagkasuggest na ako ng mga dips, mga ganong klase, hindi naman totoo nangyari yan, syempre. Parang in-expound ko na lang yun sa utak ko. So, the draw is real, pero nidaliman ko yung hukay kung ano ba talaga nararamdaman ko, bakit ba ako nilatutuwa every time kumain ako ng host siya. Oh, it's because I'm, you know, it was hype to me when I was a kid na inexpect ko masarap siya, hindi pala siya masarap. So, yun yung insight behind that. Yeah, and, I think that's important. Yeah. The insight is really important. Yes, to deliver it and to be understood. Kasi mga ibang tao, they have this idea in their heads and then pag sinasabi nila, hindi naintindihan ng mga tao. Or sometimes they explain it too long, it gives away the joke. So I want to ask also, who would you say are your comedy idols? You mentioned that Rex Navarrete was yung pivotal yeah. moment. But who are yeah. some idols right now that you look up to? I always say Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K. Medyo hard ngayon sabihin na idol ko si Louis C.K. Oh, because that. of the whole sexual harassment thing. But before it. all that came out, 
I was really, really a super Louis C.K. fan. And after that, naging fan din ako ni Bill Burr. Sobrang abrasive, sobrang anti-feminist, pero surprisingly kind of feminist din as well. And then, conspiracy theorist yung mga, yung mga nakakatawa yung mga, ano niya, yung mga nuances niya. And what he draws from is really weird. And then of course, si Dave Chappelle, which I think GOAT, uh, talagang greatest of all time for me. That's true. Uh, he actually mm. had a special recently, di ba? Na parang in honor siya yes. as the Sa Kennedy Center Honors. Yata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Twain Award. Mark Twain, Mark Award. Twain Award. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I just yeah. heard about it. So, congrats yeah. to him. Did you get Saka to watch it? Lang yung, I, I watched clips of it when it came out on YouTube. Pero I heard na sa Netflix na siya. So, I'm, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to watching. Then. Did you get to see him nung pumunta siya dito? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, sobrang saya. Which is, may dilemma nga ako nun. Because, because diba two days siya dito. Tapos two days din si Jokoy. And then si Jokoy came to one of our open mics and then picked out openers. Yes. Tapos in-invite, in-invite niya ako. And then, eh sobrang hindi naman ako, sorry kung makaranig ni Jokoy. Hindi ako Jokoy fan. <laughs> sobrang hindi ako Jokoy fan. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. And I wanna ask why. Because the reasons that I get hmm. from other people are parang, eh, nag, nag-Filipino accent lang siya parang tito. So many people have done that. So what makes you yeah. not a big Jokoy fan? Ano naman, I respect what he did, yung hustle niya and everything. Pero, alam mo yun, ko na kay Rex yung stuff niya. <laughs> yun yung, yeah, yun yung, kumbaga true. parang, if I'm doing Filipino experiences from a Philam guy, mas authentic yung kay Rex. Because Rex actually lived here for a while, alam mo yun. And that's one. And then another one, uh, marami naman ng comedians na I'm not a fan of. And yun lang talaga. It's just, he has his audience. And I'm pretty sure, ano naman yun, I don't need to, to say that. Kasi punong-puno yung Mo Arena when we were there. Right. It's just that, it's that Phil um, artist beef din, alam mo yun. Yung tipong, we're here, we're trying to raise the comedy scene here. And then some guy from the States is gonna capitalize on that demographic. That's another parang beef na naisip mo. Oh, and then true. another one, it's just yung material niya lang. It's just for me, it's not the type that I would be into. Mm-hmm. Hindi lang naman siya eh. Like, kunwari, if, like, comedians like sila, that fan, sila, even si Trevor Noah, hindi ako masyado tatawa pag nag-accent-accent joke siya. Kanya-kanyang, ano lang talaga, mm-hmm. preferences. Uh, tsaka medyo ano siya, hindi siya masyadong authentic. Yeah, but I but I'm thankful for that for, of course. <laughs> for that stage time. Of course. And and and, and, and di lang siya, uh, he invited me, fed me, binayaran niya ako, gave me one of the best stages I've ever had in my life. One yeah. of the best exposures I've ever had in my life. And it's just so happy people. sa lang fan. Yeah, oh. So yun yung dilemma ko kasi in-invite niya ako sa show niya. Tapos hindi ko alam kung kailan yung show niya, kung tatama ba kay Dave Chappelle. Eh, bumili na ako ng tickets with Dave Chappelle. Tapos kinisip ko, I'm not gonna miss Chappelle for this, man. <laughs> Talagang gano'n na yung... Tapos buto na lang parang nang sinabi niya, oh, it's on this day. Tapos bilang, okay, good. It's like a day after the tickets I bought for Chappelle. It worked so, out. It worked out, it worked out. Alright, yeah. well, thank you. That's all the time we have. But if you have anything on Facebook mm-hmm. Live or anything coming up... Sige, uh, please go to facebook.com slash comedybyred. Yun din yung I, Instagram and Twitter ko. It's uh, at Comedy by Red. So, every day I have content there. Monday and Wednesdays, I have like a late night talk show over Zoom. 
called Bago Matulog with Red Oliero. Wow. And then, on the days na wala akong content, I release a stand-up clip of some sort. I'm working on, right now actually, is working on getting the audio version on Spotify. One-hour special ko called Yung Mataba. Uh, <laughs> noong 2018. So, I'm trying to get that album out. Siyempre ngayon, walang lockdown, so I'm doing everything on my own. So, right. I, I can't really say kung kailan ko siya magagawa by, by then. Pero, I'm trying to actually release it by at least this weekend. Nice. So, please, uh, like, follow, subscribe, smash that follow button, guys. I don't know, ano. And thank you. Thank you so much for Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so happy I got to talk to you after a bajillion years na I know who you <laughs> All are. Right. Yeah. I've known you for so long. Yes, but not really, <laughs> diba? Known Tapos you from nung blagag pa, hindi ko alam kung do I talk to her? Or... Same, same. Uh, eh. Parang do I yeah. say hi? Pero I don't really know. But then, okay. Thank you so next much. Next time. Yes, yeah. next time. Okay. I'm so happy that I got to have you on the show. So once again, yeah. thank you so much listeners for listening to this episode of Tawalets. And I hope you tune in to the next one as well. Thank you so much, Red. Alright, thank you. Bye.